This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello everyone, my name is Tim Howard, Technical Services Consultant in the BT Technical Services team. A group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors answer any advice technical related queries you might have. An area of advice you may only occasionally find yourself discussing with clients is where they may have received a personal injury payment or perhaps have made a claim on their total and permanent disability insurance cover within their superannuation. Both types of payments come with opportunities to use super in an effective way to invest and manage the proceeds for the client's long-term benefits going forward. Looking at personal injury payments first, a compensation payment in relation to personal injury contributed to super and held in retirement phase will ultimately not count towards either the member's total super balance or transfer balance cap. Given the limits around the amounts you can contribute to super and hold in the tax-free retirement phase under usual circumstances, the advantages here are apparent. But firstly, what are personal injury payments? Now, a personal injury payment can firstly be several hundred thousand to several million dollars, can be contributed to super and excluded from the non-concessional contributions cap when certain requirements and timings are met, in addition to being excluded from the member's total super balance and transfer balance cap when in the super system. Details of the eligibility criteria for such a payment can be found in the Income Tax Act, uh, sorry, the Income Tax Assessments Act 1997, section 292.95, which states that the payments must represent any of the following three types of payments. Firstly, settlement of a claim for compensation or damages in respect of personal injury suffered based on the commission of wrong or right created by statute. Secondly, settlement of claim in relation to personal injury suffered by your you under state or Commonwealth law in relation to workers' compensation. Or thirdly, a payment arising from a court order in respect of claim for compensation or damages in respect of personal injury because of a commission of wrong or right created by a statute. At the point of negotiating or receiving such a payment, your client should seek legal advice as to whether part or all of the payment meets this definition. The legislation also requires that two legally qualified medical practitioners certify that because of the personal injury, it is unlikely that the person can ever be gainfully employed in a capacity for which they are reasonably qualified because of education, experience and training. Compensation payments that are not in respect for personal injury cannot be contributed to super under these rules. In some circumstances, a payment might include an amount for personal injury and another amount for, for example, loss of property. If so, only the part identified in either the court order or settlement agreement as being a payment solely for personal injury can be contributed to super. Now, when making the contribution, the ATO's contributions for personal injury election form should be used to exclude the contribution from the member's non-concessional cap. This form must be provided to the trustee prior to or along with the contribution. Additionally, within this form, the declaration for meeting the requirements can be signed by the member or their legal personal representative declaring that they meet all requirements within section 292.95. And the contribution must be made within 90 days after the later of the receipt of the payment 
and the day on which the court order or written agreement was entered. Once made, the contribution will form part of the member's tax-free component. Now, from a transfer balance cap perspective, should the member roll the money to a retirement phase pension, a condition of release would also need to be met in the first instance. Usually, a client in this position could meet the total and permanent incapacity definition. Following a retirement phase pension being commenced, a credit would arise in the individual's transfer balance account, plus a debit event equal to the structured settlement will also arise. As this occurs on the same day, and assuming they have no other transfer balance account events uh, ever, their highest ever transfer balance account will remain at zero. Now, as a result of this, they would also benefit from any indexation of any unused portion of their cap, uh, being 100% in this example, when transfer balance cap indexation was to occur. From a total super balance perspective, the last step of calculating your total super balance is to reduce the sum of your accumulation phase interests, your transfer balance account or modified transfer balance account by the sum of any structured settlement contributions. The effect of this is to exclude structured settlement contributions from counting towards your total super balance. Now, alternatively, a client who suffers a personal injury event may not receive a personal injury payment but may have total and permanent disability cover within their super fund. Unlike the unique treatment of personal injury payments from a transfer balance cap and total super balance perspective, TPD insurance paid into the member's super account will count towards their transfer balance cap if moved to retirement phase and will count towards their total super balance going forward. This is because the insurance proceeds added, add to the member's existing member balance within their fund. They will also, like with personal injury contributions, have to meet a condition of release to access their benefit, but these days the vast majority of TPD insurance claim definitions will align with the permanent incapacity definition condition of release uh, within superannuation law. Once this full condition of release has been met, the client could access their benefit along with their member balance as a lump sum, income stream benefit or combination of both. There is one additional benefit available from a tax perspective when it comes to TVD payments. Where an individual is within the certification period of meeting a total and permanent disability condition of release and they take a lump sum member benefit or roll an amount to a new trustee, a tax-free uplift is applied. The benefit of this uplift, as the name suggests, is an increase in the member's tax-free component, which can assist indirectly to reducing the tax they might pay on any benefit taken, as tax on a member benefit for superannuation is almost always applied to the taxable component only. Their current fund trustee can often provide an estimate of this component change for you, or you can estimate yourself for the client using the formula within the Income Tax Assessment Act 97, section 307.145. Alternatively, our team's super benefit calculator can be used and is available on request if you are an advisor and send an email through to our team. Now, issues such as these, as you know, are what our team loves to discuss, not only in our fortnightly BT Academy webinar series, but also when we speak to advisors around strategy and legislation support when formulating advice for their clients. Don't forget, you can watch all of our previous BT Academy episodes, plus register for upcoming live sessions 
which will allow you to participate in the live polls, Q&A and discussion by heading to bt.com.au forward slash professional and following the links to the BT Academy webinar series. Matt Manning will be hosting our next fortnightly tech webinar on Wednesday, the 5th of July at 12 p.m. New South Wales time on the topic of 22-23-24 contribution strategies. This case study-based session will look at various contribution strategies available for the next financial year for you and your clients. In the meantime, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the team at technical at btfinancialgroup.com or give us a ring on 1-800-655-901. As always, thanks for joining today and until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.